Welcome into another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We took another break. I, I think at this point, you you should just you should just accept the fact that this is going to be. It might even be more sporadic from this point moving forward. In all honesty, <laughs> we got we got a lot going on. I, I mean, you know, work for a living. You know, yeah, some of us work for a living. Right. And and it's not the suck a white collar worker where you sit in an <laughs> office and answer the phone and say, "May I take your hat, sir?" No, we're blue collar workers. We're out in the field, and the field is customer service, and that's just the reality of the situation. So you're just gonna have to deal with it. We we know that. Like, look, we we know we're a, a very very in demand podcast. That's why over seven people listen to us every week, but. I mean, you're just you're just gonna have to deal with it, Zach. What's been going on with you, dude? Uh, yeah, you know, just working like usual. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, these past two weeks I've been working longer shifts, so those have been those have been kind of consuming my days. Waking up earlier, uh, in the gym, like working usual. out. Yeah, like usual. Uh, you know, max repping like usual. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm usually in there on um, my regular days, if my regular schedule permits. I'm usually around like 11, 10, mm -hmm. 30, 11. Right. Uh, these past two weeks, I'm waking up real early. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's it, The way I just said real early just reminded me of the tweets. It's just like, <laughs> if your man ain't said good morning to you, you better watch out because I will because I'd be up real early. Yep. Yep. Your boyfriend better be saying good morning to you because I'll be waking up real early. Or like the other one that I like is, um, is, uh, I'll be waking up real early so I can have more time to be a hater. Yeah. That's that, true. that one, that one resonates with me deeply. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I, you, you did, you did mention the fact that you're getting Phil's coffee now on the way to work because you're up earlier, correct? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I think coffee is kind of hit or miss for the most part. Um, I don't know if the caffeine has helped as much. There's only one coffee that does help no matter what, when I'll drink it, how much, you know, uh, coffee grinds per whatever it is within it. Vietnamese coffee <laughs> that will never fail to wake me the frick up. Vietnamese coffee gives me anxiety. I, I legitimately you you get the jitters and then you just yeah then 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 you get the uh then you occasionally i'll get sorry if this is too graphic but occasionally i'll get some some like vietnamese coffee poops and they're like the the tiny little ones yeah. <laughs> that that aren't even like fully formed they just like you just they're like anxiety induced bowel movements and those aren't those aren't fun because they're frequent and you kind of feel like you're wasting your time because you're not getting all of it out at once. But yeah, I can't, I can't do Vietnamese coffee that often for that reason, because 
then I'm just in the bathroom like every at like least usual. every like like usual but like every 30 minutes after that and 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 then then I just feel like I I I just get completely thrown off I I I got Vietnamese coffee one time I think on my yeah I got Vietnamese coffee on my lunch break one time um and then I went back to Arby's and I couldn't even couldn't even really focus on the work which is serving the great food of that establishment to the general public because I had to have somebody else cover because I was in the bathroom like every 15 to 30 minutes. So yeah, it'll wake you up though. That, 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 that shit will keep you awake. It's like crack. It's, it's really the only thing I, there was one time where I drove to San Jose on like a Saturday evening and I, and I had barely gotten any sleep that day. Um, and I, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to need some Vietnamese coffee. So I got some Vietnamese coffee and it kept me up. But when you're like dead ass tired and you drink Vietnamese coffee, it keeps you up, but it's just like, I don't know. It's almost like torture. It's almost like you're torturing yourself on purpose because then you get the anxiety with the complete and total tiredness. And it's just, it's not, it's not a good combination people. Um, But yeah, Vietnamese coffee will, Vietnamese coffee will, will wake you up and and fuck you up too. (laughs) Yeah. But um, no, the Phil's coffee, I forgot. Well, I didn't forget, but we have one here downtown, R Street, Ice Blocks. Um, and I was like, hey, I'm going to work earlier now. Uh, coffee doesn't sound too bad. I think coffee for me, I definitely drink it for the taste, not mm-hmm. for the caffeinated effect. Same, same. Um, and dude, can't go wrong with Phil's. Uh, nope. You know, I asked you about their food because I was just like, you know, it's breakfast time. Usually the time I'm getting to work and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh dude their ancho the ancho chili the ancho chili <laughs> yeah okay i went it's yesterday so, it's so good it's i went so yesterday good. they didn't have it but the good alternative mm. bacon egg bacon egg yeah i never salt. i never did bacon very much i either did their ancho chili or i did their sausage and egg um i don't know bacon bacon that early i, I think i had it a couple of times but i think that early for me uh i mean it's not like sausage and like the ancho chili burrito is much better like an- the ancho chili you're basically inviting you're you're inviting some trouble to your yeah. to your bowels, <laughs> especially with that tapatio packet they get. Exact, dude. They always give you tapatio, and it's so good. Yeah, it's it's like the perfect, it's the perfect compliment to to all of their uh, to all of their burritos. Yeah, I know they have ketchup. I think you have. I think if you ask, they have ketchup too. Sometimes I've taken that as an alternative, but I, sometimes I just could not pass up pass up the hot sauce. And dude, it makes it it makes it it makes it a lot better. But also, obviously, you run the risk of having a pretty tough day ahead of you. Yeah, yesterday I did the uh, – I, I dabbled a little bit more than just the burrito. I got a chocolate croissant, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was just Oh, like, dude, you know hey, what? solid, right? Yeah, yeah real, pretty real good. good. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. Uh, even if, It wasn't even heated or warmed or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. by the time I got there, it already had cooled down, whatever, from like – Oh, no, little... they just don't heat them up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, sh- ah, shoot. It was well, lazy I mean, thug. Yeah, L-A-Z-Y. L-A-Z-Y. So that's why, that's why they need real blue-collar jobs. Yeah. yeah. Like Arby's. Yeah, uh, another recommendation <clears throat> for you. They they have an almond uh, croissant. Almond butter? Almond? No, not almond butter. Just almond. I think it's just an almond croissant. Okay. Um, highly, or like it's a pastry. I don't know. I forget. It's either called an almond croissant or an almond pastry. Highly recommend. It's very good. Dude, very uh... Good. Yeah, I might end up. I'll probably try that Saturday. 
because your boy is working Saturdays now. That's oh, right. No snap. days off on the weekends. Working on the weekend like usual, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm up to. Uh, tomorrow, I've already thought about it. I'm going to, dude, family donuts, dude. Doing it okay. tomorrow right after, right after I work out, get the, get the good sugars in me, a.k.a. donut holes. Yep. Yep. Pause that. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> oh, well, hell yeah, dude. Hey, longer shifts mean more money. That's which right. means that grind set is it's basically on on 10 right now especially now you're working on a weekend so yeah there you go um shoot what's what's happened in my world really um man see like we we spent all this time away from doing the podcast and sometimes we don't even really do anything that's all that crazy i haven't really i haven't really done much i, I the football season's back uh we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little uh, in a little bit here but other than that, really, there's nothing too exciting. I guess the Premier League's been happening. Um, been a little up and down the last couple of weeks with Tottenham. But, yeah, it's just basically just football and football is back. Uh, well, the Premier League did go on a, on a delay due to some, That's right. some recent events. Right, right. And, 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 yeah, yeah. And I guess we'll talk about that in a second as well. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I seriously can't think of one cool thing that's happened to me. Um, yeah, there is. I did. I did spend a night downtown, but I'll say I'll save that for my shout out. Um, <laughs> OK, we've missed two weeks here. And in the two weeks that we have not done an episode, uh, stuff has happened. Zach. Things have happened. You just you just mentioned it there for a second. The queen is dead, Zach. She's gone. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away, the longest serving monarch in the history of that monarchy. And really the only thing I have to say is, wow, what a hilarious 24 hours on Twitter. Dude, it's still going. That's that's actually yeah, the funny it's, thing. It's still going. But the that first day, the basically that whole like a 72 hour period following the news of her death. I, pe- people have just been going absolutely insane. Like j- the memes and, and just all the stuff that they tweeted, that they tweeted out. And, 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 and I think sometimes you stop yourself and think, Hmm, is this a little bit too insensitive? And then you realize that basically everybody out there who's making fun of that, you know, th- making light of her death, I mean, they're from a country or they're from uh, a background. Maybe their parents or their grandparents had to deal with it. Like, man, the UK, like, the Brits have, they've colonized a lot <laughs> over the history of just like this earth, like in the history of humanity, they've, they've colonized a lot of places. I mean, they, they were putting up, you know, they're putting up LeBron 2016 finals numbers when it came to colonization. So I, I I get it. Like honestly, I get it. Like people people making fun of uh, the, the 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 British Queen dying. So I I I I I totally get where they're coming from. I can't sit here and act like I didn't participate in it. But you know, it's 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 the Queen of England. Uh, we live over here in the United States. They used to actually own us. You know, right? Like that 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 was the whole thing. That was the whole Revolutionary War. That was also the War of eighteen twelve. Right. The, the Brits wanted, they wanted control of the United States of America back. So yeah, 
not really our concern, but it was pretty, pretty fun. As messed up as it is to say, it was, it was, it was pretty funny to watch from a distance. Uh, do you have any favorite memes that you saw or any favorite tweets that you saw regarding the whole thing? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, recently the day, the other day, when they showed like the family tree of everyone in like the monarchy and in the royal family and everything like that. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, the country that is Great Britain, UK. Of course, following that, biggest sport in their country, football. Oh world yeah, fo- world football, world football, soccer, if you will. Yeah, sorry, no, it is soccer. We've mentioned that plenty of times because the US oh, dollar. Right. Is yeah, now so the US dollar is now worth more than the British pound, so it's soccer. Yeah, yeah. so it's soccer. Um, but in the graphic that was being thrown around, it was, you know. Prince Charles, all that, breaking it down all the way to who is currently, you know, still alive in the family, mm-hmm. his past. Well, it was it was the gun carriage, so it was it was like oh, the what? formation or like the list of people who were who were going to be in her procession when she was being, you know, her 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 casket was being taken oh, to the palace or whatever. Yeah, so it was yeah, so it was just a list of the people, the family members who were like in in the gun carriage like okay. carriage like behind her or by her or something like that as she was being taken to buckingham palace yeah <laughs> i see well nonetheless <laughs> the graphic it was it was had... it was it was 10 people so there you go yeah. it was 10 people so it, it was an like assert- lined up, it, it was in a formation four, three, three, three. <laughs> um who knows if they're playing with the with the single pivot or a double pivot yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah or just yeah. flat three across who knows yeah with you know box to box mm-hmm. um but people were having a field day with that with that graphic and there the my favorite one was the two that we sent our group chat it was one of emerson <laughs> emerson royale Tottenham Hotspur player <laughs> and and what was it billy t just tweeted i was just like how yeah. does he always make these starting 11s or yeah something like billy, billy t for those who don't know is a tottenham hotspur basically a shit poster and he's one of the most popular tottenham hotspur fan accounts uh on twitter yeah he, he photoshopped emerson royale in place of uh Earl of Wessex and four, four far. I'm looking at the image right now. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh, I believe. I, I, I don't know who the fuck that is. I have no idea who that, who that person is. Um, he, he, he put him in, in place of him. And if you look at a four, three, three, it looks like he's playing right back. Right. So it looks like he's playing uh, the right side of defender in a four, three, three. And he tweeted that picture out and he said, this guy never gets dropped. <laughs> There's that one, and then yep. there's the there was the one that James Milner got put into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody I, I, somebody photoshopped James Milner into into uh, into the midfield, and they said, "What the hell is Klopp thinking?" <laughs> yeah, and those in itself are just so stupid, and they're very like specific as well. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, foot, foot like soccer Twitter, foot, footy Twitter never get they'll never miss a chance to shit house yeah just, my just my real shit on there one of my other favorites was somebody quote retweeted this the the picture this diagram uh and prince harry right Harry, yeah harry is the one who married married Meghan markle and he's got beef with his own family right yeah so he's the duke of sussex and he's right in the middle of this photo he's right in the middle of the midfield three and somebody quote retweeted the picture and said I don't trust the Duke of Sussex in the midfield three. He does not do well when he drops into deeper positions or something like that. It was so stupid. I think I want to say another one where it was like, um, 
I'm trying to think. I think it was actually about Queen Elizabeth, and it was just like it was. Some, oh my god, I don't know. I'm okay. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it. I think I can find it. It had something to do with like ball retention or something like that, or like beating the press or some stupid shit. And I was just like, this is so stupid. But ah, shoot, I laughed at. Man. Yeah, yeah, sheer honestly, just sheer stupidity all around. I, I, as a, as a world, really, we become so desensitized to this stuff. Like we're sitting here on the internet, thousands of miles away from this stuff. And and if you live in a in a first world country like ours, it really doesn't really bother you that much. Right. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't affect you as much as it used to. I mean, like, remember when we were younger and there wasn't the internet in the palm of our hands. And, and, and so you wouldn't get news as fast and you wouldn't get like, like, like just your volume of news wouldn't come that fast. Like back then it took a little, it took a little bit more out of us. Like we would care more. I think nowadays we get so much news and so quickly, and we hear about all these like messed up things and atrocities and what have you that I, I think we're just, we're just numb to it now, which is like kind of sad, but I don't know, man. Twitter's a funny place. So I was, for the most part, okay with it, as messed up as that sounds. It's, this isn't even the tweet I was looking for. <laughs> okay. But I was just scrolling through my retweets, and, it, and someone goes, what was the queen's second name? And then someone quoted it and goes, Park Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> for, those, for those of you who don't know who are listening, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a fo- there's a football team. And I think I think they're in the second division, English in English second division, called the Queens Park Rangers, QPR, <laughs> for short. Who used to be in the first, the top flight of the English Premier League. <laughs> and someone who was just asking, just an innocent question of what is Queen's second name? And well, then- that's so stupid because he's asking her second name because he thinks the two yeah. she had two names and then and then i saw i just see another reply and someone just goes elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god that's like it's not it's not complex humor at all but it's that's probably my favorite kind of humor right there it's just oh, so dumb wow uh yeah we're, we're very easy to please around here in case you haven't noticed yeah when it comes to when it comes to humor yeah that uh that kind of stuff is just, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like I I hate that a person had to die for all this stuff to come out, but you know, and again, you kind of think about why this stuff was happening and why people kept on making light of the whole situation. And you, you just, you know, you take a step back and you realize, huh? Okay. Yeah. UK, the UK has done, they've done a number on the world and they've, colonized quite a bit of places so i totally get it i remember when england played italy in the euro 2020 final which was in 2021 because it got pushed back a year because of the pandemic i remember seeing a tweet where somebody said i asked my dad who he was rooting for today and his reply was basically everything that's everything bad that's ever happened in the world is basically because of england so easy choice easy choice for her dad Who's rooting for Italy? And when you think about it, yeah, kinda. <laughs> so don't blame them. So yeah, that that happened. The uh, the Queen passed away. Uh, they have the song "God Save the Queen." Um, they they did not save her in this instance. But you know what? She was ninety six. You know, so it wasn't like it was like this complete shock. 90, 96, dude. I, that's you know that 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 that's up there and. It seemed like she was sharp until the very end, which 
which, you know, good for her. I don't think, I, I think that's one of the toughest things that we have to think about when, when, when we, when we see people kind of reach that stage in their elderly years is sometimes they're not all there. And then like, that's your, that's your last memory of them. Uh, it's cool that she was, you know, sharp and, and, and still present uh, right before she passed away, because I, I think it makes it more agonizing if, if, uh, if, if you're not, and then people's final memory of you, or, you know, they, they think about your last couple of years or however long it was before you kind of just kind of lost it up there. Yeah. It's kind of tough. So, you know, RIP to the queen and, you know, kind of, kind of sucks that, uh, that a whole bunch of premier league fixtures got, <laughs> got postponed because of her death. Uh, we were supposed to see Man City Chelsea this past weekend, man. And before that, we were supposed to see Man City versus Tottenham, but that did not happen. So shout out, to, shout out to the Queen for that. And then about half of the, I think more than half of the fixtures got postponed for this past weekend. Uh, but my squad played, Tottenham Hotspur played, um, and they beat the they beat the ever living shit out of Leicester <laughs> City. So I, and maybe maybe it's because they were maybe it's because they were well rested and and didn't have to play two matches prior to that one they just had to play one midweek before but hey you know whatever the case my squad won you know it sucks that the the the, the queen pushed back uh two marquee matchups but uh what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i i get where they're coming from so uh yeah shout out to the queen r.i.p um um I guess real quick, I'll, I'll talk about this just real quick so we can get it out of the way. All right, because just, this just happened a couple of days ago. It's, it's, it's fresh on everybody's mind. I'll just talk about it real quick so we can just talk about it and just get it over with. Um, I almost wanted to ask our good friend Avaduba to come on and talk about it, but he probably would have started crying. So um, I, I, I don't want that uh, on this podcast. Trey Lance, quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, broke his ankle. If you've seen... The injury itself didn't look that bad. Like the play on which it happened didn't look all that bad. But if you've seen the pictures of his ankle, oh my God. If you've seen the pictures or like the videos of his ankle kind of just like hanging there, dangling, um, bad, very, very bad. He's now out for the season with the fractured ankle. And a lot of people, a lot of people are putting 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan under a lot of, uh, He's under fire. He's 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 under a lot of scrutiny right now for his decision to use Trey Lance as a running back, essentially. Um, I don't think that's necessarily I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think he was using him as a running back per se, but he was giving them the option to run the ball a lot because they run a lot of RPOs, run pass options, and the play that he got hurt on was a run pass option. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I think in the moment I was pretty upset with Kyle Shanahan myself because he was running the ball a lot with Trey. And then I kind of had to take a step back and I realized, hmm, you know, if that's what he felt was the best for his quarterback to succeed, and I'm not an NFL head coach, so I wouldn't know that. I'm not the guy's coach either, specifically. Like, I'm not in there in the quarterback meetings and on the practice field every every single week and every single day. I wouldn't know how best to utilize Trey Lance because I'm not an NFL head coach. I kind of had to think to myself, okay, Maybe it was kind of a freak injury, and it kind of was. Two, one guy who was 300-plus pounds and another guy who was, you know, like 270, like just landed on top of the dude's ankle, that'll do it, right? Like that'll fuck, you know, that'll fuck your ankle up. Um, so, yeah, Trey Lance is done for the season. He was carted off the field. Didn't look bad right away. It didn't look good, sorry, right away. Looked pretty bad. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's that. 
The thing is, though, is the Niners kept Jimmy Garoppolo, incredibly handsome, ridiculously good-looking Jimmy Garoppolo. They kept him. They hung on to him. Uh, he restructured his deal to make just a base salary of $6 million. Zach, from this point moving forward, as long as he basically starts and finishes every game, he gets an extra $350,000 per game. Pretty crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, a lot, that's, that's a lot of money. And still, even then, if he, I think if he reaches the maximum amount of bonuses for his, for his contract for this year, he still like barely makes over half of what he was supposed to make. So technically, he is taking a loss because he restructured his deal. But that's like kind of cool. Like, yeah, as long as I take over half the snaps each game and I'm on the roster for each game day, 350K per game. Pretty sweet deal if you can get it, I think. Um, but I think a lot of times what happens when a quarterback goes down in the NFL is everybody's just like, oh my God, we're doomed. Our good friend Goins, he's a Cowboys fan. Uh, our friend Jordan Goins roots for the Cowboys and their quarterback, Dak Prescott, messed up his hand. He's out for like eight weeks or whatever. In those eight weeks, you probably shouldn't expect too much winning from the Cowboys. That might derail their season. Trey Lance is out for the entire season. I didn't really see much doom and gloom on Niners Twitter simply because they had Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's, it's like a really unique situation. Like, yeah, exactly. Like if in his prime, Messi went down with an injury and he was gone for like just half the season, you're probably thinking to yourself, oh my God, now we have to scrape to stay in like, well, I don't know. La Liga is like pretty top heavy, but you know, like they, they wouldn't be able to compete for the title essentially. Right. I mean, it, it'd be pretty tough. Would you say? Oh, but that has happened before Drew. But yeah, I, I, I know. I, know what you're, uh, I mean, look, Bars is loaded. I guess I was kind of a weird example to use but 2015 2016 uh it's kind of when neymar and suarez went crazy mm-hmm. first half of the season okay, okay. Messi yeah. came back for an el clasico mm-hmm. but uh, i see what you're getting here um yeah when mess uh let's see when when can i think as, as of recent um sure i won't even want to say kuman's first season with barca 20 mm-hmm. 2020 2021 mm-hmm didn't have Messi for like a whole preseason. Didn't even know if he was coming back. Right. He had to make a whole new system. And then out of nowhere, he was able to convince Messi to stay. Essentially, dude, we were – well, not even last season. The end of last season when mm-hmm. Komen was taken over and Messi yeah. was gone and we had yeah. no structure whatsoever. That's yeah. probably – that's we were scraping by getting wins, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably as best of a you know, connection I could probably make to – what you're trying to say here yeah i was trying to relate it directly to you and then i realized kind of a dumb kind of a dumb example because yeah barcelona is always like they're they're always pretty loaded and and i I guess the main thing that i'm getting at here though is like the quarterback position is like ridiculously important (laughs) in football obviously for anybody who watches football you know that and uh trey lance i think was going he was going to take his lumps this year it wasn't like he was going to be like this monster right away it was he was going to develop and he was gonna there were going to be some bad day i mean there was it was pretty bad the first week um you know the team lost trey played okay but you know he made a few mistakes in that game that that didn't help the result jimmy garoppolo makes this team better in the short term because he's the better quarterback to opt you know to, to to execute cal shanahan's system right now what sucks is trey lance is used he's losing another year of development after sitting out basically all of last season and as much as I'm okay with the team's prospects for this year, moving forward, just for this year with Jimmy Garoppolo under center, because they know that they can get, they can get pretty far with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, he's taken them to an NFC title game twice and then the Super Bowl once. So 
I think they'll be okay. They'll like nobody's too sad and too upset. I mean, everybody's sad and bummed for Trey Lance, but I don't think anybody's like thinking it's doom and gloom and it's going to be the end of the world because Trey Lance got hurt because now they have Jimmy Garoppolo and everybody knows what he's about. So this team is still a definitely a playoff team, I think, and certainly, you know, in contention for a Super Bowl. It's just when you look at the when you look at the macro of all this and you kind of step back and you and you look at it from a wider lens and you look further on down the line. It's like, yeah, I, Trey Lance was supposed to play this year and take us lumps this year, so they didn't come back next year and be even better. Now he can't, and uh, yeah, it's it 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 stinks. But he had surgery on on Monday, which was yesterday, and um, it went well. Apparently, surgery was a success, and he's just gonna rehab that thing back and and hopefully be ready and hundred percent ready to go by uh, by next season. Hopefully, he's throwing by the spring. Uh, that might be a little optimistic because he he fucked that ankle up really good. Apparently he like you know the, there's a t- there was a tibia fracture in there too, and some ligaments got messed up. But yeah, wishing all the best to Trey Lance and uh, for the Niners, man. They're they good on them, good on them, and good on Jimmy Garoppolo. They, both sides were very very professional um, right before the deadline in which they had to make a decision on him. Basically, if they by the time September 1st came around, they had to make a decision on him because if, if they, if they kept him, he would have made all of his money for this coming season. It would have been fully guaranteed and they didn't want to give him the 20 something million. Uh, so they were willing to reach out to him and see if he would take a restructured deal and big ups to Jimmy because he took a quarter of his, of what was supposed to be his salary essentially. Um, and, and decided to stay. And because he thought that this was going to be his best chance to be on a winning team. And he's, I think he's absolutely right because the other situations out there were not good. And now he's going to be able to make a lot of the money back, although it still won't be all of his money. It'll be a good amount. And he gets to play. He won't be the backup. So good for Jimmy. We'll see with the Niners. Um, I still feel okay about the season, but it just, it just sucks seeing that happen to a guy that uh, shows so much promise and everybody was so excited to see this year, but hopefully he'll be on the mend. And by next season, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back out there ready to ball. Um, we didn't have a podcast last week, so we'll talk about this. I don't think we're going to spend too much time on this because this, this one hurts, but our beloved Sac Republic FC, Zach, they went to Orlando. Honestly, they were the better team for the first 75 minutes of that game. Yes or no? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had the most, was it the two, two most dangerous attacks. Yep. Two most dangerous chances up to that point. Up until like the 74th minute, Mm -hmm. 73rd, 74th minute. Yep. And uh, that's how crazy it is. In, in a game like soccer, mm-hmm. football, one mistake and momentum shifts like yep. crazy. Yep. Yep. A- Big time. A- and it's, it's, it's so hard to come back from that. And that's just what happens. And that's exactly what happened to. And that, yeah. And that is exactly what happened. Orlando, Orlando. I remember. So just a reminder for you guys, this, this was the U S open cup final. It was in Orlando. Sac Republic played Orlando city SC. And the end result was three nil. And Sac Republic lost, which is a bummer, but obviously a huge accomplishment just getting to the Open Cup final to begin with. So it wasn't like it wasn't like the sky was falling. I think the city was just so proud of the team that that it really didn't matter the end result. But for 75 minutes, Zach, yeah, it looked like Orlando wasn't even in the game. It, it looked like they were just going through the motions. Like they they it hey, you know, when you're a a a club from a bigger division, it's very possible that you just don't take your opponent seriously when you're playing a second division team. 
but I think they knew. I, I do think that they knew that this was no ordinary lower division side. This, this is a team that took out three MLS teams just like them on the way to the U.S. Open Cup final. So I think they were aware. And I do think to an extent, Zach, that there was a little bit of pressure. Like we talked about this. The pressure is all on Orlando in that situation. You're the bigger club. You should win the game. Everybody expects you to win this game. If you're the lower division side, nobody's, nobody's, nobody's expecting you to win the game. The fact that you even showed up is kind of a miracle. So I think maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe they were just like, oh, I, they didn't want to go too hard and make a mistake or something like that in the first half and even more than halfway into the second half because they didn't want to be some, maybe some guys out there didn't want to be the guy who, who made that mistake, which allowed Sac Republic to pounce. Yeah. And that did happen a few times on the way to the open cup, you know, like teams just played too far forward or, um, maybe you're San Jose and you don't start your best team, even though your team kind of sucks. Like, um, they, they, they started a strong squad, brought great options up off the bench. And really you're right. It was one mistake that really got the ball rolling for them. And it just snowballed from there. I mean, it was, it was like an avalanche that Sacramento probably couldn't deal with because quite frankly, they are the lesser talented side by a, pretty significant margin wouldn't you say i mean from the first division to the second division of soccer really in any country there's going to be a pretty wide margin as far as like talent level from one of the better teams in the upper division as opposed to even maybe the best team in the lower division right like there's a gap there yeah there's there's a pretty big discrepancy between this is two sides in terms of skill um yeah and it sucks because even when you know you're the better team it's you got to finish the chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and I know that as of recent, as of late, last week, Barcelona lost 2 0 to Bayern Munich in the Champions League group stage. Yeah. Um, read, read all you want in the news and stuff like that, statistics wise and everything like that. You, it's been said in, in, in the media and everything like that, but everyone knew that had Barcelona had finished their chances, they probably would have won like three or four nil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was already just like that. Mental lapse in the midfield. We lost the ball. Uh, Jamal Musiala just broke free and was able to get a goal. Same with uh, was Leroy Sané. I'm pretty sure off of two like men- mental lapses. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, it sucked because you could be the better team and still lose, and that's just a game. It's a game of football. Yep, that's them's the breaks, man. Like that's yeah, that's that's basically kind of how it happened with with Sac Republic. The unique situation though, you know, it wasn't Barca versus Bayern Munich. We're not talking about two huge teams in in world football it was a notch down yeah we're talking about a very two, small notch yeah down. two teams in the united states not not exactly the best place for soccer <laughs> um and one was a higher division team one was lower division team and for the first 75 five minutes of that game sacramento did a great job you know sitting in like a low or like mid-low block and whenever they got a chance they just you know they didn't they didn't really put them on frame you know i think malik foster who you know, famously did the 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 backflip celebration in the in the penalty shootout against Sporting KC in the semifinal? Um, he probably had the best look. Yeah, I like midway through the first half, he he just dragged he just dragged a shot from just outside the box wide, and you're hoping he at least puts that on frame because you don't eh, you know you know if if the goalkeeper has to parry it away and he doesn't catch it cleanly, somebody could be there to pounce on it, right? So. Yeah, I thought that was probably the, the best chance that Sac Republic had. I, I think they did the right thing. I thought the, obviously the game plan was very sound. It was solid. 
and they kept Orlando at, at bay for 75 minutes. It's just one huge mistake was what cost them, you know, the cup essentially. Um, you know, Dan Casey, one of the defenders, tried to play out of the back uh, after getting the ball from the goalkeeper, Danny Vidiello, and he tried to play out from the back instead of just booting it. Uh, he was he probably honestly was better off just booting it out of bounds to the side because the angle that the def- that the angle that the forward had on him was you know it, it was it, it wasn't it was he took the perfect angle on that um, because it you know it forced him to to, to give it up his his best chance was not playing it forward he had to play out to the side just kick it out of bounds let your defense reset he did not Orlando City pounces on it they score a goal and really from there that was it I mean you know, same defender Dan Casey gave up a penalty a few minutes later and it just Got worse and worse from there. Um, yeah, you know, and it was a rainy night too, so it sucks, man. All, all like it was, I think it was about 500 Sac Republic fans uh, made the trip to Orlando, and they sat out there in the rain, deal with that, including our friend Daniels who went. Um, shout out, Big Daniels. Yep, shout out to Big Daniels. So that stinks. Um, there was a watch party at the Safe Credit Union <clears throat> Performing Arts Center, like we talked about, uh, because the heat was just insane. And I think it was 5,000 people. I, 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 that might be on the low side. I think there were even more people than that that were at that watch party. But uh, that place looked absolutely just nuts, like absolutely lit. And, um, yeah, I, I, I bet you the atmosphere for the first 75 minutes was awesome. I, I, I can imagine it being kind of solemn and a little, you know, a little sad towards the end there uh, after Orlando got their goals. But, um, yeah, hey, fair play to Orlando. Congrats to them on winning the Open Cup. And I think, Zach, it's safe to say that in our lifetimes, and who knows, it could happen again, but I think in our lifetimes, we might never see a run like that from Sac Republic ever again. And we might not ever see a run like that from a second division side like that to the final ever again. It's so rare. It's so incredibly rare. And, yeah, Sac Republic, there's still a chance for them. Like they, I would imagine they will be in MLS soon. I don't want to jinx anything, but I would imagine that's the case because, well, the city deserves it. And it, they, they certainly showed that during the open cup run. Like this, oh, we this proved it. Yeah. Time oh, and yeah. time. Yeah. After. Well, we continually prove it all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. the playoffs for the USL championship, which is the second division of football. That, that's that, sorry. Soccer that, uh, that Republic play in the, 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 the playoffs are coming up next month. And right now, there's a pretty good chance that Sac Republic will get two home games for the playoffs. That place is going to be packed. That place is, it holds like 12,500 people. That place is going to be sold out, guarantee you. Because it's, it's a high stake, you know, those are high stakes games, right? And, and I think that it'll rival, it, it, I don't think it'll be quite as crazy and quite as packed and uh, quite as boisterous as the crowds that we saw with the Earthquakes game and the Sporting KC game for the round of 16 and the quarterfinal. I'm sorry, the round of 16 and the semifinal. But it'll be similar. And that's a second division club, not even a major league team, getting that type of draw, getting that type of attendance uh, out at their games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive. And, 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 and I think MLS is, if, if, they weren't, if they weren't paying attention before, Zach, they're certainly paying attention now. And you know what? They were always paying attention. The, the, Sacramento should have by now gotten an MLS team. It's unfortunate that it hasn't worked out, but I think it will. I think eventually it will. And uh, if Sac Republic do move up to MLS, you know, it will take away kind of that, kind of that mystique with the whole, Oh, 
were a lower division side making it to the open cup. I think your chances of winning an open cup obviously become way more realistic and become a, a way more attainable thing once you get up to MLS. But um, I don't think this is any, a thing that's exclusive to just Sac Republic in the second division. I think it's going to be a, for any team in the lower divisions, it's going to be a really, really tough thing to replicate. Um, and we might, we might not ever see another lower division side in the U S open cup final ever again over here in America. So um, if Sac Republic has that distinction, if they're that trivia question for the next few decades, who was the last lower division side to make it to the U S open cup final, that's us. And, and I think that we should certainly take pride in that and we should be proud of the team and really proud of the city for how, for, for how well everybody, like everybody showed up for like, dude, beat see the city turned up for the team. Like that's, that's like the coolest thing about this, about, about this whole open cup room was everybody showed up and everybody showed their support. So, um, you know, shout out, shout out to, shout out to Sac Republic, shout out to the city, everybody. I mean, it's, we can name off all, you know, a whole bunch of players, but probably namely Roro Lopez, um, you know, Malik Foster was awesome. Coach Mark Briggs, those guys, those guys, those guys all deserve a ton of love. Like they, they, they really do, um, uh, where that oh and then matt matt, matt lagrasa especially he's from sacramento so uh, i should shout him now um yeah he, he would know better than anybody else what what that cup run meant to the city and uh i man it's crazy to to be that invested in in something that has to do with american soccer like over here in from like may through september it's like pretty crazy <laughs> and we and we we always had like that one match per month for the last four months where we were just like can't wait for it it's a huge thing and 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 that's that's rare and Sac Republic gave that to us so big shout out to them got anything to add anything uh, else to close to, to close it out uh first the first Sac Republic yeah I just think it's so funny U.S. sports and their obsession of playoffs and uh <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 tournaments and stuff like this uh when world football does not work like this whatsoever um, it's all just North American soccer. Yep. yep. Very weird, uh, circumstances, fixtures, uh, events in, in these ways. Uh, you know, how, how can I not mention CONCACAF? Right. 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 Cause everyone, yep. cause everyone knows in the football world, how, how great CONCACAF is with their, they're just the best. I can't think of a better footballing confederation than CONCACAF. I really can't. Yeah. We, so we love how they just, set up their their competitions and such like that mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just waiting for the day for the mls to realize how much more profitable and, and and how much more sense it would make just to have a regular multi-division you know competition yep relegation promotion yep bonuses like that mm -hmm. playoff the only time you should have playoffs is like we said before just or would have been in like the past for other countries across the world yeah uh you know promotion playoff yeah yeah yes for the, for, for the spots for the teams Dude, that got relegated promotion playoffs go crazy and i don't even watch the ones elsewhere the only the only promotion playoffs i watch are that are in england for the yeah. premier league and, and the championship which is what they call the second division over there as well that shit is crazy and legitimately the the richest game like the most expensive game in football is the playoff final at Wembley for the final team to go to, to, to claim their spot in the premier league the next season, because the money that you get just winning that game, you, know, you take it, you take it all into account, like for winning that game for the television money that you make from that game. And then just getting that huge bump 
in revenue share when you get up to the Premier League. Uh, it's like, you know, it's like a, that's like a North, that's, that's a nine figure football game. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Like, the, and you can have that over here, but you know, there, you know, there's so much money pumped in the only club that I can think of every single time this happens is Fulham. Cause <laughs> they just, they get so much money out of nowhere. Every single time they get promoted from the yep. Premier League after they had recently gone relegated back yep. to the championship. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like an influx of money to sign so many goddamn players out of nowhere. I, for, I think it, I forgot what season it was. I think it was 1819 where they signed a bunch of random players like Andre Sherla for like 30 something mil yep. for some yep. reason. Yep. Uh, Jan Michael Sari, if you guys mm-hmm. know who that was, he, he came from Ligue 1, but he gets signed for like 40 mil. I only know him because he was targeted for Barcelona for a little bit because he was like, yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and then like they sold Ryan Sessignon to Tottenham that summer. Uh, yep. or uh after they just the 20, signed after they the 2018-2019 season yeah was it was it them who did uh no nottingham forest this past this past yeah this very no. past transfer window nottingham <laughs> forest signed like twenty seven thousand players they <laughs> don't no reason yeah they're and they're and they're bottom of the table for that reason i think or near the bottom of the table for that reason because you how are you supposed to figure out which which 11 players are your best players if you have like 50, 55 new players you know like you can only roster 26 every yes. next week and it's makes, just and it's like makes how no you, sense <laughs> yeah and, and you can only bring like you know 19 of them or whatever it is to an actual match like yeah you know, name eight of them <laughs> on the bench or whatever so it's like jesus like yeah it, it, it is pretty wild um and it would be cool to see something like that over here you know like if if you just made it straight up whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the title that would that would make your because conquer caps flagship competition is the CONCACAF Champions League, which, by the way, Sac Republic almost made it to because if they had won the cup final, they would have gotten CONCACAF yep. Champions League. They would have gotten Champions League football here next season, which is, like, hilarious. But, like, yeah, like, if if you don't do a playoff for your domestic league, it makes your other playoff-type competitions valued more or, like, more appealing, I think. So if everything just has playoffs, then what the hell, you know? And then you kind of just got you just kind of get just worn down by it. Like, really? Like, do we need playoffs? Like, do we do we need to do the two leg thing throughout the entire you know play playoff? It's like no, because you're already doing that in other multiple. Like, if you're an MLS team in the Champions League, and you're doing the Open Cup, and you're dealing with this in in MLS towards the end of your season in playoffs, it's just like, what are we doing here? I think I think Liga MX has playoffs too. They, they do playoffs down there as well. I, I want to say, yeah, yeah, they do. So it's like, yeah, it's a con- yeah, God damn it, dude. CONCACAF, please. Like, your two biggest leagues <laughs> in, in, in your confederation do playoffs. Can you just do the points thing? And then that way you can prop your other competitions up. But whatever. Like, that's – we're getting in the weeds here. We're talking about yeah. – we're, we're talking about potential – we're talking or about playoff maps yeah we're talking just... we're talking about formats <laughs> for the freaking CONCACAF. Yeah. Like, nobody gives a shit about it. That's anyways, how you know so. we're too used to – how just European leagues were run. And yeah. Just all the competitions yeah. were used to just domestically and, and internationally. Yeah. And, and it all, just... and it also means that we need Kings basketball to get here soon. Because <laughs> the majority, the, the majority of the listeners on this podcast are Kings fans and we don't have anything to talk about when it comes to, when it comes to the Kings. Uh, the season is coming up soon though, Zach. So yep. I guess we'll pivot to that real quick. Uh, as of this moment, uh, 29 days. 29 days until the NBA season starts for, for the Kings. Um, 28, if you just, you know, talking about opening night for the entire league, it's, it's, it's October 18th. The Kings will play on, over, uh, on October 19th. They start off uh, the season at home. Um, we already have our tickets. So 
They're playing we, the Trailblazers, right? We, yeah, we'll be in the house. We'll be against the Trailblazers, a team that many view as a direct competitor for that 10th seed with the Kings. So that'll be a big one. Like you, 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 you need the tiebreaker there, Zach. Like I know, I know it's game one of 82, but it's never too early to start thinking about that kind of thing, especially when I think really, I, a lot of people basically think it's like 11 deep this year in the West because uh, Utah, Oklahoma city, Houston, and uh, help me out here. Who's San Antonio, San Antonio. That's yeah. Like those guys aren't, they're, they're not worried. They're not worried about, um, they're not worried about getting a, a playoff spot or a playing spot because they're about ready to commit the most heinous crimes. <laughs> We're talking straight acts of terror so that they can get one of the top two picks. Right? Everybody wants Victor Womanyama and or Scoot Henderson. Those teams that we just named along they're with, gonna, you know, a handful of the teams in the East, they're, they're going to be so nasty. We're going to see some of the nastiest stuff this year in terms of tanking. I swear some to God. thug skateboarding liberal. Yeah, we're – yeah, like I, it's stuff that you would want to break somebody's skateboard over is what we're about to see this season. It's got to be so yep. nasty. Um, and I, yeah, I can't even blame them because when you watch Scoot Henderson and, and Victor Womanyama play, it's like, wow. By the way, those two guys are playing against one another. Uh, they'll be playing two games against one another. Uh, Victor's team from France is going to come over here. They're going to play the G League Ignite. That's happening, I think, in a couple of weeks here. I think it's like the first week of October or something like that. There's going to be a couple of games in Vegas. I would kill to be in the building for that. Uh, however, I will not be able to make it. Hopefully they have like a stream or something like that that we can watch, but uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to see those teams square off against one another, kind of get an idea of how those, those two might, might, uh, might, might look playing against, you know, some pretty high level competition, uh, mostly competition their age, but um, it's, it's, yeah, should be interesting. Um, but yeah, the Kings started here in about 29 days. People, uh, I, it's time to start mapping things out as far as like who we're going to get on the show to talk about the Kings. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, figure we'll, it. We'll, we'll figure it out eventually. We'll, we'll learn. Yeah. We'll be all right. So we'll, we'll get uh, for sure. Kings film room's going to, he's going to come back. He's dude. He's dude. He's been like MIA. I think, I think he's like really in the film room, Zach. Like no, this no, dude, he, he has this dude, he like, is when, like when we say we're Literally. in the film room, like usual, we're like, yeah, we're in the film room. Like we're grinding the tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing, we're doing, we're doing what needs to be done when it comes to the film study. Obviously KFR takes it to a different level. He's, he's quite frankly, he is built different. So that man's probably got like 17 videos, re- like ready in the queue to drop, like before the season even starts. So if you follow him on YouTube, you're probably going to be inundated with notifications from King's film room. He has not really interacted with us in like a month. So I would imagine he's pretty busy. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to make that work with this schedule. He's a busy guy. Wow. We're all busy. You know, we got things going on. We're all super you, important people. So, you know, one thing real quick um, for some reason, I feel like we always open our season up against the Portland trailblazers. Do you feel this? this I, way as well, it's either the trailblazers or the jazz. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, or maybe wanna, or maybe or maybe not the Jazz. I want to say either the, maybe the three teams like, are on my mind are the the Trailblazers, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves. Those are three teams for some reason I always feel like yeah yeah and first couple and, games. and those are always teams that we do home and homes with. Like even yep. way way before the pandemic, we would always do home and homes with them. Meaning we would play a game here in Sacramento, <laughs> and, then, and then the next night we go to Portland or to Utah or to Minnesota or like vice versa. And then ever since COVID, I think this is going to become a permanent thing, but ever since COVID they've, they've, they've 
minimize travel a little bit. I think permanently they realize that it's like a rest thing too. Like just teams already there. If you're going to do a home at home, just keep them in the same place last year or last season, Tyrese, I'm sorry, I'm bringing this up again. Kings fans. Tyrese was traded uh, on a day in which the Kings played the Minnesota Timberwolves at home. And then the next night they played the Minnesota Timberwolves again at home. And I think that's just, that's a, that's going to be a thing. Like they, a lot of teams did that, uh, did that last year. I think every team had at least one of those on their schedule. Um, it, it makes sense. It makes sense because you, you cut down on travel and, and, you know, I, I think the world was so unpredictable still with like how COVID was going to mutate and things like that. So it makes sense that maybe for a safety measure, they wanted to make sure that that was built in there just in case anything crazy happened. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it, you're right. It's always those three teams. It's one of those three teams. Maybe I'm having like a little recency bias here because I know that they, they opened up the season last year against Utah. Um, but they opened up they opened up against Utah in 2018 as well because I was I was at both those games. So yeah, I think it's basically it's it, that's just how the schedule works out. It's either Portland, Utah, or Minnesota. Like it's just it's weird. Uh, I think the the season that started after the so the 2020-2021 season, we played uh, uh Denver in Denver. That was the iconic Mark Jones. Uh uh when Buddy Heald made the game-winning putback or whatever, he he did the uh, run, Buddy, run call, which was amazing. Was that a was that one? Was that one? HB just started off like his first like fifteen no, no, games. No, that was, was that was that was that was this past season. Was this, that yeah. okay? That for that that season you're talking about that was two seasons ago. Oh, okay, so um, yeah. Oh my God, Harrison Barnes was like a flamethrower the last fifteen, the first <laughs> fifteen games last season, and then he just averaging like like twenty nine, like Dude. eight and seven or something like that. He like hit like he hit like, he hit like a million threes on opening night, and then yeah. like played another. He then he hit a game winner against the Suns, and then and then the weird thing was after he hit that game winner, he just like stopped shooting the ball and just like wasn't that aggressive anymore. And then the Suns went on like a million game winning streak. So you're welcome, Phoenix. Harrison Barnes has got your back. Um, yeah. Really excited though. Preseason, I think preseason games come in like a few weeks here, um, which I have tickets to, which I probably won't use because I don't want to watch preseason basketball. I don't like watching preseason anything of any kind, honestly. Um, so yeah, it's coming up. So I, I'm sure we'll have KFR on. We might be able to get some other guests to come on here and partake in our just degenerate type of behavior and our improvisational tone of a podcast that I'm sure they're not used to or civil discourse. Um, you mean, and, and very intellectual. Yeah. Input yeah. On- like, like, why can't we get people who love the Kings, like our, our Kings Twitter friends to come on here and let's talk about the issues with the world, right? Like what's going on in the world. It's burning and you know, there's world hunger and, and, and poverty. Like, like what are we doing as, as a Kings Twitter family to end these issues and, and, and to help out. I think we we're should cooking up memes. We should for when we win <laughs> and shit posts. That's what we're doing. We're yeah. ready. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll put a dent in the greenhouse emissions. That ought to get that's that. Right. That, ought to get, that ought to fix the <laughs> hole in the ozone later. Um, but yeah, dude, season man, season rapidly approaching. We're we're about to hit that sweet spot soon here, um, where like all these major professional sports are going on at once, which is an absolutely crazy time of the year. Like that, so we can watch something at least every single day. Yeah, there's going to be something every single day for like what the following like for for forever, basically basically through the end of June. Yeah, you will have something. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and I look, I feel for the people who say, "Oh, I hate summer for American sports because." It's only baseball that's on, but I like baseball. So sorry. Like I, I actually enjoy that time of year, but uh, for those, for those who 
who, you know, only enjoy the other sports and don't like baseball. Um, you, I, I, you, yes, you, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll get, we'll get that all sorted out. We'll get, we'll have some guests on here. We'll have people come on and talk to us and, and, uh, you know, we'll have a good time. Uh, all right. Let's close it out, man. Who's, uh, who's on your shout out list this week? Um, Oh yeah. I have a good shout out. Um, shout out to a homeless lady who came into our work last week. Um, who I'm trying to think, what did she say? She came in, she was like, just taking a bunch of stuff off our counter. She took a, she took a business card of my manager's, uh, don't know what she did for it with it. Um, but this is the main thing that I'm taking away from the story. She called me a very sexy man. And yep. You know, compliments yep. from strangers, no matter okay. who they be out in the world, you take it and you run with it. Yep. Cause yep. those mean the most. So, you know what, dude, shout out to her. Don't really know what she's doing. Don't really know where she is. I don't, and, I don't uh, care who you are. Yep. You could be the worst. You could. Okay. I was about to go a little bit too far, but <laughs> Generally speaking, if you were just a person who who isn't like an awful human being who hasn't done anything terrible, and you tell me that I am handsome, well, you know, maybe maybe you are kind of a questionable character. You know, maybe even then, you tell me I'm handsome, you've just made my. I was gonna say week. No, you've just made my month. You've just made my month. Possibly so, even year. Maybe every now and then, I think about all the times or just random times where somebody's called me handsome or good looking, and it, yep. you know. Yeah, you really do. You really do keep that. I, I, I still can't get over. Somebody tweeted out like, yeah, girls, girls be posting thirst traps and all that stuff, and they get compliments every single day from guys, and they need it daily for affirmation. But when dudes get one compliment, that shit makes their year. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if that's the case for for women. I, I'm, I'm not a woman, so I'm not going to speak to that. But uh, for guys, that's definitely true. Oh yeah, for definitely sure. true. We don't, we don't need it every day. But if you, but if you tell it to us like once every few weeks or like once every few months like we will that compliment I'm is i'm still thinking i'm still thinking about like in 2015 when an old lady told me i look nice yeah know, on the street like that i mean yeah. hey that carries i carry yeah. that sticks with you yeah yeah because yeah. they mean it they mean yep it. yep even if they don't even like totally you know even if they, it's not a full-on compliment i mean there was one time yeah i'm i i so again i I, I'm signed with multiple agencies as an actor and uh, the agency that I'm signed with up here in the Bay area is apparently, I didn't know this until after I signed with them, but they're the pretty agency. Like they sign like pretty people. Uh, and oh, wow. when my friend in class, when she, when she told me this, I was like, so you're saying I'm pretty. And she was just like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a full on. Yeah, definitely. But she was like, yeah. I was like, yes. Every now and then I still, <laughs> every now and then I still just Another. randomly think of that. And I'm like, wow, like that's, uh, I'm going to think about that all the time now. And it, and it makes me feel good. makes me smile. Yeah. Another, another local guy own. Yeah. another <laughs> Take that losers. Another local guy own. Another local guy compliment that he's just holding on to for probably way too long. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. The, the homeless lady who called you handsome. Anybody else you have to shout out? Uh. <laughs> Shoot, as far now, I mean, no, nah, that's about it for now. Yeah, okay, that okay. one, that one stick with me as we've as we've just gone over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, happy for you, man. I'm happy mm -hmm. for you. Yep. Uh, 
So, so my shout out this week is going to be, um, I guess it's going to be to two places, but um, I and Zach, you were there when this happened. This was three years ago. I prepaid like literally like three months before the entire world just decided to shut down. Uh, Black Friday, you and I walking out of a Kings game, we're walking past Flat Stick Pub. Anybody who's been to Flat Stick Pub downtown knows that it's a place where you go do putt putt slash mini golf, whatever you want to call it. And it's also a bar and, and a restaurant as well. So uh, it's, it's right next to Golden One Center. It's right next to that uh, Starbucks and T-Mobile that you always see. Um, sauce, dude, sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right across, right across from Sauce. And we walked by there after that game, after a thrilling, inexplicable Kings win. And we saw that they were selling lifetime memberships to flat stick pub for 50 bucks. And originally it was like $150 value or something like that. And I was just like, Hey guys, should I do this? And you guys were all just like, if you want, <laughs> like, I mean, you're here already. Right. And I was just like, all right. And I literally made everybody wait for me while I went down there <laughs> and I bought my membership and dude, 50 bucks, 50 bucks is all I paid. I went there. I've gone there a, a decent amount of times. Um, but it's basically already paid for itself every time I've gone there because like each round of mini golf that you get is, is, is like, I don't know, like 15 bucks, like 10, 15 bucks or something like that. Each person I can, I can get free mini golf and duffel board, which is uh, the handheld version of shuffleboard. I can get that free for the entire group that I'm with. Is that fucking insane? That's insane. That's like insane value there. That's, I feel that's like it's highway steal. robbery. It's a steal. So um, this, this past weekend, and I, I never go out anymore. I never go out downtown or anything like that. But a few of my acting buddies wanted to hang out. So I was like, hell yeah, let's, yeah, let's kick it. So at first we went to this place called Clayton Club. It's right around the corner from Flatstick Pub. It's called, uh, or it's inside the Hyatt Regency. And it's on the sixth floor. It's like a, it's like a rooftop restaurant and bar. Solid. Highly recommend Clayton Club. Those of you who've never been, those of you who've never heard of it, go there. Hyatt Regency, you walk in, hit the elevator, go to the sixth floor, go to the sixth floor, you hang a right. Once you get out of the elevator, um, it's awesome. Great food, great vibe. Um, I, I'm kind of giving away some free game here, but I would, I would, I would, me, I would take somebody there on a date. That's like a perfect date spot. So for those of you looking for a nice little date spot, there you go. Um, but then afterwards, we decided, yeah, let's go to Flat Stick Pub. And the reason why we went there, not because of the convenience of location, was was because of the fact that they sent me an email. Flat Stick Pub sent me an email about two weeks ago telling me, hey, you've been upgraded to the trophy club and the trophy the trophy club is their speakeasy so there's a speakeasy in flat stick pub and i can't give away the exact location of it because i kind of feel like that undoes the point of a whole speakeasy but it's in there somewhere and i didn't know where it was and when i found out the location i was like shocked but i got an email saying yeah come on in and i was like oh cool now i you know it says i can bring in me plus three other people fantastic right um then i got a text message from somebody who works there Cool guy. Shout out to my guy, Jax. So that's, that's, there you go. That's, I'll, I'll shout out him specifically, but Jax hits me up, tells me, Hey, saw you're upgraded to trophy club. Let me know whenever you're in the area. I'll hook it up. I was just like, all right, man, sounds good. I didn't expect to be in the area that night. So I texted him like maybe like 30 minutes before we actually headed over there. And he was just like, yep, come in, say hi, let me know when you're here. And then I will, uh, I will, I will reserve a table, reserve a table for you, Zach. I was like, wow. Awesome. So we actually went down because the flat stick pub area where you play mini golf is like, it's downstairs. And so we went down there for a little bit, grabbed a quick drink. And then we were like, all right, let's just, uh, let's go back up. And I actually had a group of six people. And 
originally they said I was only supposed to bring in three additional people with me. Like that was the max. But I asked my good friend, Jax, can I bring in two extra people? He was like, yeah, it's totally fine. So he reveals the speakeasy to us, which again was in like a mind-blowing location that I never would have guessed. And uh, dude, so dope. The workers were dressed like it was Prohibition era times. The menus were in the were in the were in the form of newspapers that were ta- that that were you know they 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 highlighted a few articles on the front about prohibition in Sacramento, and then on the back was the menu. Um, before 10 p.m., there's food like you can buy like you know snackable type food, um, and and I remember when I I went up and I ordered my drink, I sat back down, and they grabbed my card for me to charge me for my drink when I sat back down. When they came back with my card at the end of the night, they put it in a book sack. They put it inside of an actual book. And apparently that's what they did back then because you can't let the, you can't let the coppers find out about you drinking at a speakeasy, right? You, know, you got to keep the coppers off of you. So they, gra- they grabbed a book and put my credit card in there and handed it to me. And I was just like, dude, this is fucking dope. This is dope as fuck. <laughs> this is so cool. And as a person, you and I, obviously you and I and our, and our, and our good friends, like, Big Juice and Big Daniels and Big Abaduba and CT Amir. All of us have this thing where we're obsessed with that mid-Atlantic 1920s, 1930s old-timey accent. Like we just, we just, we almost exclusively talked in that accent during during the pandemic when we were, you know, on lockdown. Like <laughs> that's all we ever did in the PlayStation party was talk like that. And 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 so like I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm talking to my friends that I was the only person. It, like talking that way which is kind of disappointing i wanted my friends to partake as well but they just didn't want to do it um it, it was awesome it was awesome like i i loved the vibe of the place i loved obviously like you know getting a little getting that little exclusive perk as a member was pretty cool um so dope so dope drinks like reasonably priced too it wasn't like crazy um yeah i i i had a great time so shout out to to flat stick pub to trophy club and a big shout out to my guy Jax for hooking it up this past uh, this past weekend. Yeah, you know, I was really hoping you were saying uh, when they brought your card back out, it was going to be a monkey on a bicycle because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think of. As soon as you said "speakeasy," that was the first video. And for those of you who don't know, there's a video. Yeah, that we it's, have. it's 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 like it's so specific. I don't even know if explaining <laughs> it to them would even would even do anything. If like if they're curious, if they're curious about the video. You know what? I'll put the video. I'll link yeah. the video in the description of this episode. I'll do. I will do that for the people because this video is so specific, and it's so hard to describe. But wow! Now you're wow. I totally forgot about that video. Now I'm thinking about it and I'm laughing because. <laughs> and I have it ready because I've it saved in my saved yeah. folder yeah, yeah, yeah. on my you, Instagram. You you yeah. send that to our group chat right now <laughs> and I will I will I will post it in in the description of this video for for I those of you for those of you who, for those of you who got this far to the shout outs to listen to our shout outs and our little stories. Um you will you will you will know what that 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 link is about, but I'm just going to put I'm going to put that link in in the description of this episode. Oh um, my god, I found it. No, no context from, from 1948 that I'm not oh. going to play right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But you, uh, you wait. Yeah. You guys just wait. Um, wow. Jeez. Uh, I really wish that that was a thing, but I think it was 
almost as cool that a guy dressed like he was in the 1920s during prohibition uh handed me a book with my credit card inside of it i thought that was pretty cool um but yeah so shout out to them big shout big big shout out to jacks man i i honestly i can't wait to go back my, my friends loved it they're like this is awesome um so hopefully we can do it again but uh but yeah big shout out to big shout out to those folks over there at uh flat stick pub and trophy club all right i think that'll do it uh zach appreciate you i know you're busy um and you know this is why we're doing this like every other week now but uh you know it is what it is so uh hopefully everybody out there is doing well keeping keeping themselves safe keeping this there's like a flu bug going around people people are getting their asses kicked by the flu the flu is back people get your shots um, so yeah make sure you get your shot make sure you get microchipped so that bill gates knows where you are at all times uh -huh. and uh and to also protect you from the flu <laughs> um, and uh yeah just uh be well out there the, the 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 temperatures has you know it's dropped so like i'm thankful for that but that means that people are going to start getting sick again so you know it is what it is uh but yeah shout out to everybody who's listening shout out, shout out to everybody who's still listening like we're so we're so sorry about the inconsistent release schedule but again it is what it is we do what we can so appreciate everybody we will be back maybe next week maybe not maybe maybe in two weeks maybe not even then who knows you're just gonna have to you know, when we pop up in your feet, we pop up in your feet. So you just wait. Yeah, you just wait. You just wait. We'll get cold. You just wait. Um, all right, everybody, take care, and we will talk to you soon. I don't like Drake. I don't like fake niggas. I ain't vague.